G'day everybody, uh, welcome to my fortnightly live talk, uh, question and answer talk. Uh, sorry we didn't get to do it yesterday, but we changed our rest day on the six day clinic because of uh, weather conditions. It was, uh, yeah, so anyway, I uh, hope we can get a few people on board today. And, uh, but anyway, as everyone knows, it stays up on Facebook and goes on to our, um, on, onto the subscription. So anyway, uh, we've got a few good questions, but, but, but first I'd just like to quickly uh, talk about um, our recent escapades. Um, our kids, while well, Jenny and I went over to New Zealand for the Equidays, so that was a, um, a new thing for me, going to Equidays, and it was a really good show over there. So for any Kiwis that come on board and watch this, uh, you guys really looked after us over there, and yeah, it was, it was really good, and we had nine demonstrations over there. Well. Uh, they're not really demonstrations as such, they're kind of educational demonstrations, but there was uh, um, some people that we followed through on lessons and that sort of thing. So it's really good uh, event for people to kind of uh, follow follow someone in their training and also follow the progress of horses and uh, really good educational um, equine, you know, field day over there. And also they have some good night shows, you know, they had, had a lot on at night time and you know, some star presenters and, and, and so forth. So. Yeah, really good, really good time over there, and lots of interesting horses. So, and it's exciting because we've been invited back. So that was means I mustn't have made too many mistakes. So yeah, things went well, and, and we're going to go back. Uh, we're just working out our dates to try and try and fit it in. Okay, I'll get started then. Um, I'm in the middle of a six-day clinic at the moment, so I've been riding the horses for three days, and now the people are going to come on board and ride their own horses. Uh, so. Um, yeah, been really good and some really interesting horses and, and they're really making some good progress. And uh, yeah, let's hope that people can keep keep on track with them. And yeah. All right, first first question I've got, uh, Joe, um, and I've dealt with you, you know, for everyone who doesn't know, I've dealt with Joe and Chooker before. And no, no Chooker. Um, now Chooker's not wanting to go down an incline. He kept backing up, tried a few things, making him back and walk uh, forward straight out of it and also turning to get him forward. Okay, so I guess when, when you're kicking, I suppose, to make him go forward, he's backing up. So you've been trying to turn him out of that, find a forward direction and that sort of thing. I guess that's what you mean there. Um, well, a couple of times he got a little anxious and popped his front end up. It was a ride down the river with Ruse jumping everywhere. So he was on high alert for a lot of the ride with intervals of relaxed forward traveling. There was three of us on the ride. Any suggestions to help him when out in the bush? He was more relaxed on the main tracks than on the smaller bushy tracks. Okay, so that's the first part of the question with Chuka. Um, so Joe, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a question that I can kind of answer in bits and, and that sort of thing because um, by the sounds of it, he wasn't real comfortable and stressed on the ride. And I have seen Chukla in that frame of mind before that he he sort of looks like a fairly calm horse, but he actually doesn't soak up things so well. So I guess what's happening is when you're out on trail with him, he's he, he's getting up there and the kangaroos and the intensity of you know the rides, he's he's being quite disconnected and and getting anxious. And then and then um, you know that that hill could be him just sort of being a bit a bit of separation anxiety or not wanting to go down first or or you know just wanting to stay in his comfort zone. Hills can also some horses if if it was if he was going to sort of not go down hills a lot and it became like every time you get to a hill he kind of balks up, then then I'd be looking into other areas like soreness and things like that. But 
um, if you know he can walk down hills in, when he's in a good frame of mind and suddenly he's just anxious and he doesn't want to go down the hill, it's probably because his mind's elsewhere and he's just kind of blocking it, you know, blocking your ideas. Um, so to try and, I guess, you know, you know what I'm going to say, say to you in one sense, and everyone will probably know that the, the better connection you get, the better the softer he is with all your age, the more committed to he is and, and the more he feels good underneath you, the less that happens. Uh, so I'll let you kind of figure that 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 side of it out and, and know where you're at with that. Um, but what what I might talk about is is you know when you're out on trail how to how to deal with it and and for anyone else that are out on, out on trail when their horse blows up a little. So you got to kind of you know move your horses around a little on trail. You know steer them left, steer them right, and that could blow some horses up. But what you're going to try and do is when, you, you had three other horses there, so you could actually just kind of just bring him in and find a spot where he's comfortable with the horses, just where he gets a little comfortable and he settles in because you have to bring him back to a place he can settle in. Um, not kind of, you know, because when he gets tense, you might get tense and, you know, sometimes you can hold them back a little or, or, you know, kind of trap them a little when they're anxious on trial. But what I would tend to do is just find a spot with the others where he fits in a little comfortable and, and maybe use the confidence of the other horses to help him out a little get him a little comfortable, loosen up on him and just breathe out and say, yeah, good, it's okay. And he's going to go, well, okay, good, this is good. I can relax with the other horses. And so some people might say, well, where are you encouraging him to be with the other horses? And then when you take him away, he's going to get nervous. Well, we're not going to just keep him there for the whole ride. I, what I do is I just kind of just take him around, take him around away from the other horses a little and ride him around and then just feed him back into where he's comfortable and let him relax again. But don't take him so far away that he gets too anxious. And start to build some little tools on him, like it, like when he's relaxed, he might listen to a few turns and a few little things without blowing up, and 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 it'll feel like you're guiding him, opposed to um, you know trapping him away from where he wants to be. So yeah, it's a, it's a difficult question to answer without me sort of you know being there to watch him. But something I'll try and do is just kind of find a comfortable spot, relax on him, say, look, we're relaxed together, and see if you can acknowledge the fact that he's actually relaxed and connected with you and listening to you, and even if you rub on his neck and just showing him up there and then just take him off and just ride him off a little and then just bring him back into there and then just ride him off a little and bring him same that it's like taking a horse away from the yards you know you're taking them away but you're not going so far that they get really anxious you're going to bring them back to where they feel a little safe and then after a while you can take them further and further and further and then, and on this particular clinic i've got a horse doing similar with it just still in the arena but he gets really anxious and then so but today he kind of went for a nice big walk and you know started to trot around and, and started to loosen up and relax I was really happy with that but it took us kind of the same but you're treating that on a trail ride you find a spot where you can actually bring his adrenaline down get back in the green reset a little and then sort of start to ride him and bring him out again bring him out into some new areas out of out the front of the trail and feed him back in and something I like to try is ride him out the front and then turn him back around and put him back in the horses and don't let him go out in the lead for too long. He might be a good leader and he might get caught and it might get nervous up there. Uh, and there, yeah, so I just kind of ride him on trail rides like that and, you know, just, yeah, just, just use that to sort of help him. I, I, you know, the other thing is, is um, you, 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 you only go so many metres and reset them. Some horses, you know, you go a little bit on a trail ride, stop, reset, 
let's go again. But that means everyone has to do it together. Everyone has to kind of stop and, and just reset and ride a bit further and not, not let them get too anxious and keep, keep them below that threshold, that nervous threshold that they get when, they, when, when their adrenaline goes up and they, 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 they start to, to react more than think. Um, with the downhill sort of thing, uh, basically, I, I, you know, I point a horse to a hill and I loosen up and if they turn, if I ask for energy, I don't hold the reins to say go down the hill and they're going to turn around and I'll just use the reins and point them back again. I'll, I'll just keep doing that until eventually they kind of sniff a little and then they kind of walk down the hill. Um, and, you know, so, so you'd be pointing him, ask for energy, he's going to turn back around, you reset him, point him, and just keep doing that until he says, oh, yeah, I might just look down the hill and, and walk down the hill. And, and I think you were doing the right tools if he's, you know, turn him in, you know, to start, try and find a forward, get him out of that bind and find a forward out of, out of. So what I mean is if you kick the horse and he's backing up and you just turn him and that energy will turn into forward energy, then you just bring that turn back around and point in the direction that you want to go and just keep repeating that. But as long as he kind of, if he's nervous on the hill, then he's got to reach out and sniff a little and relax and choose that it's okay to go down and all we accept that it's okay to go down. Um, Oz, Oz. So I guess you got Oz back. I wasn't sure what was happening um, with Oz. He was quite naughty, jig-jogging and throwing his head like he was going to launch into something sinister. This was most of the two-hour ride, which is unfortunate. It looks like he didn't have a reset, okay? Going well at home, even my boys who cannot ride have been learning to ride on him, so he's really looking forward to taking him out. Went great along the creek here last week too. Uh, then the usual disappointing behaviour. Should I just forget about trail riding him? Is it not enjoyable at all? Thanks. I don't know, Joe. I don't. I. I don't really know. Um, I don't know if you should. I. I think he could enjoy it. Um, in that one, I. I don't know if you're on your own or not, but. I wouldn't take him on long rides, to be honest. I'd just take him out and back and out and back and just build his confidence. He's just one of those horses that. Um, He's had a lot of troubles in his past, and he's, and he's, and you know, you know him well enough to know when now when he's when he's sort of connecting with you. So, um, excuse me. Uh, so I would tend to just take him on smaller rides and bring him back. Don't take him too far away, and and because sometimes he once he gets up there he can't, um, can't re, re you know reset himself and. If he's getting up there and getting real joggy and jiggy and, 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 and just you can't sort of do enough things to kind of help him, then you could get off him and walk him a little and stand with him until he comes down and then just step back on him and ride him a little and then get off him and then step back on him and get on ride him a little. And, you know, that can help horses. I've done it with horses, um, you know, that I thought I couldn't sort of centre like and they were far from home and I knew that the, they were up in the red for too long. And I'd just get off them and let them have a mental reset and then I'd get back on again and ride them a little and then get off and, and just kind of do that for a while. And I know it seems painstaking, but it may just be enough to help him and put more trust back into you when you're out and, and, and he'll acknowledge that you could help him. Otherwise, I'd just be um, riding him out and bringing him home again, riding him out, bringing him home without without kind of going too far and keeping him below that, that, you know, that red line, you know, that, that, that what some people would call the threshold. Um, keeping them below the threshold, which is which is that spot where they can't think. So, 
you would sort of take him out and just before he gets up there, you just kind of bring him back around and bring him into a comfortable area where he's, you know, close to the yards and go out again and start back on with that sort of stuff and, yeah, just see how he goes. Um, if I was watching him and you, I could probably pinpoint certain things and give you certain tasks to do, but in general, I just think trying to get him back down, whatever you can do to get him back down, whether it be walking back towards home or getting off him, reset and get on again. Um, but you still have to work on all those things to know that he's steering good, he's happy with the reins and things like that because the happier he is with all those tools, the better he's going to be. Um, so, a question for the live question and answer. Yes, I've heard many folk, horse folk, talk about the importance of a horse learning to settle when tied up or when put in a stable or yard or a horse truck particularly when they are by themselves. Can you give me some pointers on how to help my, my horse achieve this? Sorry about the yawns. Um, he appears to be become anxious uh, when in the undercover horse yard. He's fine if others are beside him. If not, he gets super stressed, he paces, he doesn't settle, he rolls. I'm concerned that the other day that I took him out of the yard into the arena, he almost threw himself down onto the sand and rolled. This is out of character for him, and I don't want him to get stressed, colleague. How can you help? How, I hope, hope I can help. Well, I hope I can help. Um, so he's obviously got a separation anxiety in him and he finds it very difficult to be on his own. First of all, you have to build a good connection with you and your ideas. Like you can't just kind of have a horse that's worried around people and then expect them to tie up on their own or go into shelters and things like that. You've got to, and also horses like him, the bad, the bad ones, um, like I had a horse, um, a couple of years ago that I worked in Germany that, that just went bananas when you took it away from the herd and into the stables but um, we got the horse connected and then walked it all through the stables it was fine but we didn't leave it on its own now oh no for short 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 bits we left it on its own and it was getting better so if you've got a good connection with your horse and your horse trusts you and you take it somewhere which is into one of your environments and leave it, it's gonna go into that environment less stressed as in as in the cup of worry is not gonna be that full, okay? If you leave that horse into that environment and it's stressed, it's just gonna overflow in that environment. And it was a bad idea. So, so there's quite a few horses that I've worked with people who uh, they've, 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 they've said my horse doesn't stress as much in the paddock and stuff like that because part of their life has changed and they you know, I think some of the anxiety in their life has got better. So they're they're over their own. Um, so that's 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 one of the equations. Get get a good connection. Get that horse centered with you show it that you're a safe place, whether that's, you know, gaining its focus every time it gets distracted and things like that and getting it to, to, to calm and relax. And then what I do is I'd, um, with that, then I'd take the horse to a place and I might just leave it in a stable and walk away and come back and catch it. 
spend some time with it, walk away, come back, and just leave it short amounts of time on its own. So it shouldn't need the herd if you come back and say it's okay. And you would increase that time until the horse is a little bit better with that. But you'll come back and the horse will go, oh, you're still here. And you go away, do something else and come back. But that horse, you might start, you just do a little job near the stable um, and stay in the stable area, but the horse is in the stable on its own and you're around and the horse can see you and it's fine. But what that'll do is it'll, the horse will realise while the horse is connected and knowing you're around, it's not worrying about the other horses. So it starts to disconnect from the herd a little longer and, and connect knowing you're there. And then you might go out of sight for a little bit and come back and come go out of sight and come back. And then after a little while, that you'll be able to go away longer and the horse will know that, you know, you put it in there, you'll take it out. So, but before you go into too long, longer periods of taking it, um, putting it in a stable, you take it back to the herd. So you might just take it in to the stable, put in the stable, be around there for a bit, catch it, take it back to the herd and just show it in smaller increments that, that, that that's okay. Um, some people just go to leave it until the horse gets better at it, but some horses go through a real lot of stress before they find the right spot and, and some of them, you know, have you ever seen horses that have got real stable problems? Um, you know, that's really bad. So. I would show the, the horse that it's an okay place and, and you know, take take it out of there and, and put it back with the herd and, and repeat that till the horse knows that you take it from the herd, you'll take it back from the herd, it's comfortable. Um, and I do a lot of work with it while it's connected with you in, in areas that are undercovered, as in get it used to being in those environments before you put it in that environment on its own. Uh, the tying up's much the same as, um, you know, I don't tie a young horse up till till they're till they're leading properly and they're calm in the mind with things like that. And then I'll tie them up and you, and they just stand near a post and be fine or a rail or whatever I've tied them to. Uh, but they've had more work in leading and things like that, so they're they're better at all those tools. So that's really important. Um, and then you you know a horse should know how like in in groundwork a horse should know how to follow the feel of a lead and centre with the feel of a lead. So if you put that lead in neutral, the horse knows how to just calm with it. And the horse learns to stand calm, not just kind of look around everywhere while the lead rope's, you know, drooping in the in the direction of the ground. So, and you teach horses by 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 picking up a feel, teach them to follow a feel, and you take the feel and just droop the rein and they stop with it and or the lead rope. So um, when your horse is good at that, you kind of, you might put a soft wrap around a rail and, like that's got a bit of pressure if they pull, um, but they're not hard tied. And then you might just go and do something and then come back to your horse, do something with it, walk away, come back and then just increase the time you weigh. And after a while, they'll, they'll start to stand pretty good. It's not like you've got to tie them onto the tree of patience or whatever people talk about. Um, so I'd say by the sounds of it, by all these, with this worry he's got, he's got a lot of worry in general and you've got to work really hard on the things that you present your horse and not being worried about you and all your your ideas. And then once that goes away, you find all these other things start to fix themselves a little. Hope that helps you, Sue. So, you know, you'll see lots of different videos where, you know, you can gain a horse's focus, keep, keep them, you know, thinking towards you till they can relax and let down and, 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 and you know, breathe out on you and, and connect with you and, and you know, practice the tree, being a tree around your horse so you can be really centre, grow your roots into the ground, be a safe place for your horse. All those things are really important. 
and also you know reading your horse's body language a little better so you know when you're approaching it when you're doing things with it you're listening to it a bit more um but yeah i think work on all those and a bit of the other stuff and, and i think you'll make some progress okay Paddy thought we had the attempt to rush back home all settled and figured out but it rears its head every once in a while. I make sure he has food in his stomach before we go out on trail. We ride with horses that he's been with for years and we still seem to have anxiety sometimes when we turn for home. Any tips on curing this? Oh yeah, uh, just know what he's like on the way out. Be closer to him on the way out when you ride him out get him really soft and listening to you so so when you're riding out everything seems to be going if he's just yeah you know, some horses ride out easy but they kind of you know focus ahead and just kind of march along and then when you turn around you have problems and, and of course you think they're going out okay you don't bother too much because they're just walking and they seem to be walking a straight line and everything's fine but you might find their ears are pricked forward and they're kind of marching and they're not really kind of just you know floating along nice and soft and interactive with you and the environment so when you ride out maybe just ride out and stop your horse bring him back a little and say here i am get him to soften and then walk him out when he starts to march and get strong then maybe bring him back that's one way for the marching horses and then when they start to ride with you on the way out they're more present with you and then when you ride home they're more they're more present whereas if you just let them march out and they turn for home they kind of been a little disconnected and then they they, they they really want to come for home so just be how observant with your horse on the way out how soft and connected he is or how how you know maybe forward he is in his movement though it's safe because going out is a lot easier uh, he he doesn't have to draw a home to make him go fast and get worried he still may be kind of out there a little bit and a bit disconnected so i'd be working on that um the other thing is i'd go back to working on short rides you know you ride him about 50 meters from the round yard or the, the yards where you saddled him up and turn around trot him back right out again trotting back right out again trotting back and just getting kind of going out coming back and realizing oh you know until he can go out and come home and everything feels even as in the speed out and the speed home all feels the same he's not trying to push and 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 when you when you're on those rides you know you might go get to sort of two or three hundred meters away from the barn or whatever and when you turn around he doesn't speed up but then you can just stop stop him and loose the reins and he just relaxes you know uh, the other thing is when you're riding home with other horses, um, you can help by putting him behind a horse that doesn't kick and making that horse block him a little so he realises he's got to fit into the herd a little, not just push out the head ahead and, 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 and go down the horizon. So sometimes, you know, if if I'm going to ride with a few people and, you know, tools aren't working and stuff and things aren't going so well, then I get another horse to just kind of, squeeze up and block the horse from overtaking and then it's like an, a, another horse saying hey i'm leading and then you'll go oh i'm not allowed to lead oh oh well i'll settle into the middle or i'll settle into the back and then they'll just settle in and relax a little and take their place in the herd because they are horses they are herd animals and and they will fit into the herd and i've seen some pretty forward horses fit into being tail and charlie and looking behind them at the back and, and relaxing and walking along fine so there are some things like that you can practice that, that, that might help. Thanks very much, Hayley, for the question. Okay, last question. Susan, 
I helped Susan in Canberra on her Pally paint. Um, my paint mare has been getting better at leaving the gate and other and other horses, and she'll often easily walk away. But then she'll start marching away. I stop her and wait for signs of relaxing and try to connect with her. But then, but when I ask her to go, she's straight back to march with more anxiety, or she'll move herself because she can't stand still. She seems to want to go around the entire paddock, but not relaxed with anxiety. It's quite a large area, so it's so it seems to me wrong to let her keep going when she's so anxious. How do I let her explore without so much anxiety, or do I just let her go without worrying about how far she goes? Mm. That's a hard one, Susan, because it's sort of without being there. Um, once she knows how to break away, and, and so what we did with Susan, for anybody, everybody else, is uh, what we did is we, we kind of let her come back to the gate and took her away again and let her until she went further and further. And then when she kind of clicked off the gate and, and went out somewhere else, we might stop with her and just relax and say, that's a good idea. And then if she started marching, marching is when they kind of just go, well, I'm going to zone out and go that direction. Then, then we just say, hey, stop, reset, come back to me and then try again. So Susan, what I might let you know, what you might want to try is if she's um connected it with you and she's not well, if she leaves the gate, then just start to educate her a little bit on the way out. Maybe just take it a little, do a little turn and come around here and do a little turn and maybe back off here and do a little turn and get her thinking. Get her thinking now. She's got too much thinking time, I think. So you might want to get it like that stuff can hot her up a little bit if you're careful about it and you get her thinking a bit. She might just come back into you. So you might just turn around here. And then when she feels like she's engaged and listening to you, then you just loose up on the reins and there, and she just floats out and relaxes. She might need a little bit of distraction now to help her kind of come back to you and, and don't make the distraction so, so stressful that she gets anxious. Just go with it. Just go in, let, let, her, let her move about and steer and, um, you know, be a little bit creative, uh, you know, look at the ground and find little things you can weave around and things like that and uh you know put it back up in here and maybe step out over there and just walk around here and and just just like imagine that you're just educating in the paddock as you're walking and then just uh loose up on her and, and let her go somewhere else on us in a straight line you know if she gets a little marchy to start to you know just get her thinking a little uh, follow a few ideas of yours and and just get softer in the turning and backing and little things like that you know, big, you know if, if the backing is too stressful, don't do the backing and, you know, do it later on when you know it's going to help her. But um, just see if you can kind of interact that into, you know, um, put that into your, into your work and see if that, that, that helps her. Um, without kind of watching her and, and all the fine details, I'd probably just sort of add that to what you already know. Excuse me. See how she goes. Sorry about my yawning. I just um, finished a day's work and, and, and came in and... and, and been having good sleep it's just just you know big big day riding a lot of horses so yeah but anyway um thanks for that question susan i, I hope that's enough to sort of help you on your way but I'd, I'd probably be doing the same same thing i'd probably just just you know just now that she's kind of not pulling back to the yards all the time you won't you won't uh, stress her too much by starting to guide her now um and, and and get her thinking about something else but when she feels for you and you feel for her you recognize it and acknowledge it that's i guess the most important thing is knowing when when she's she's listening and knowing when she's sort of softening with you. So yeah.
All right, Susan, that's all the questions for today. So uh, thanks everyone for putting a question through. I hope uh, you can understand my answers on that. And uh, yeah, so um, after this clinic, if there's anyone in Tasmania interested, I've got a few spaces down there in uh, Tasmania. Uh, so I think the Hobart Clinic's full, but the other two clinics that I'm running down where they've uh, got places. So if anyone's interested, then uh, by all means, uh, contact, contact us. And uh, yeah, see you later, everyone. And hope you have a good night and talk to you in a couple of weeks.